Hi, everybody. This is our first podcast. Welcome to For Love and Gossip. My name's Ayana, and I'm Maddie. (laughs) Woo! Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started with introductions. Yeah, Maddie, you start us off. All right. I'm Maddie. I'm from the Midwest, born and raised, baby. Kind of wish I was a coastal girl, but that's all right. I am a nurse, been a nurse for a few years now. I Recently bought a house, woot woot, making big steps, feeling like an adult. I have a long-term relationship with Curtis, going on five and a half years, and I also have a cute little kitten named Tootsie, listening to podcasts, music, reading books, and working out. Ayana, take it away. Cool. I love the coastal vibes. Um. Well, yeah, everyone knows my name's Ayana. Uh, let's see. I've also been with my boyfriend for long term. Uh, we're coming up on six years next week, which is Woo-woo. super exciting. We're celebrating his birthday this weekend. Uh, we're going to Top Golf, so I'm super excited. Have you ever been? No, I've never been. I've never been either. Yeah. So I actually I was telling Jorge I was like trying to like I oh my gosh it was so funny so I was like. <laughs> Ooh, can't wait for your birthday. I know what we're going to do. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, just take a guess. I'm, you know, wondering if he could actually guess it. And he did. He did. He knew exactly what we were doing. And he said, it's either one of these two. Because I said, we're going to go to Omaha. Oh. And he was like, um, it's either top golf or axe throwing. And I, I literally was like crushed. I was just like, how do you know? And he's like, well, we've never been. And there's not a lot to do in Omaha. And I was like. I guess you're right. But yeah, it's one of them, so. Took away the fun in it. I know, yeah. So we're going to go to Top Golf, celebrate his birthday this weekend. Let's see. We're not married, no kids. We had a kitty together. Jingy was mine first, but I allowed, you know, Jorge to swoop him in and be his dad. Just daddy. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm really into skincare, um, into makeup, but I would say I'm more into skincare nowadays than um, I am into makeup. I love to travel. This year we're going to, well, actually, Jorge and I are kind of on the fence on where to go right now. It's either Cancun, Malibu, or Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. We're traveling. And then we're also, you and I are going to Hannah's Bachelorette Party in Scottsdale Still. in June. So, traveling, got a lot of things coming up. No. Yeah, I feel like we're pretty mutual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We vibe together. That's how we got into this in the first place. I know. Do how you... did we... So how did we become friends? <laughs> Texas <What>? Whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. We've probably been friends for, what, five, four years? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Lollapalooza kindled our relationship into for what real. it's become. We actually really didn't even know each other that well no. before we went. And I was honored you like, asked me to go. I know. I remember <laughs> you telling me that before. And I don't remember being so outgoing and like being like, <laughs> Be hey, part of our group. Do you want to go? <laughs> well, I just me. remember that you were the first one to really reach out at Roadhouse when we were sweeping together. Oh, that's really sweet Because I think you were a closer and I was, you know, just one of the last servers there. And we were sweeping and but, we yeah. stayed in chat for a while. And it's memories. It's fond in my brain. I love it. Yeah. yeah, Texas Roadhouse, I would say, gave some really good friendships. And it taught you strengths, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
So we were both servers and bartenders at Texas Roadhouse. How do you feel about being in that industry? It's not something you want to do long term. God bless Lisa. Mama Lisa. She's done it for you know, 30 years, right. maybe more. Yeah. But yeah, seriously. I just, Claps. it's kind of toxic just because it's, you know, the food industry, everyone's a little crazy. crazy. But you did yeah. make decent money. Like, yeah. I could see myself maybe being a bartender in like a fancier restaurant, restaurant in a yeah. high. I could see myself city. doing living on a cart girl or something just like one day a week. Mm. It's still relying on that tip money. It's <sighs> yeah, it's unpre- I think it's unpredictable. Yeah, it's super unpredictable and everyone be- should do it though. Yes, I you totally learn how agree to tip that. someone good, you learn how to treat people. Yeah, that was like a big one for me yeah. is that um getting out of the the like food industry was that was like my biggest thing was I felt like uh, it was becoming fake in how I was presenting myself to like customers or guests coming in and I wasn't enjoying it as much anymore and I don't know I just wasn't really vibing it just I don't know it felt so unpredictable I didn't I had a great lifestyle but you know it's just wasn't for me I was starting since I was 16 I started in my hometown serving, and then when I moved um, to my new location, I started at Texas Roadhouse and also worked in in the mall. So I've always been like in the service industry. Mm-hmm. So I think I just kind of outgrew it, and it just I just realized it wasn't for me anymore, and I kind of want to be on a different end in my life. Like when I first started working, no one was really like close, and then we started doing stuff together. And then yeah. dwindling out, everyone kind of left. That was part of that group. Yeah. So I do you think it, it was partially that or? I think it was partially the drama that I, that it came with, it, with being friends with some of those people. Um, everyone is pretty great, but I think that, I think I was also stubborn in a way that I just wasn't really looking to build relationships after other people, like, in my own group, like, started to leave. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you know, just, I wasn't vibing as much with a lot of people that worked there. And I, I just feel like I was, I was outgrowing. More and, mature. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people coming in who are a little bit younger. They're still in their college phase and, um, I'm not there. I'm like ready to like settle down, start new, you know, new chapter in my life. And I didn't really see being in the service service industry as long term I pretty much told myself like once I turned a certain age that I needed to be out mm-hmm. um that was just kind of like my goal I just wanted to be out by 25 26 and that and I did it so I just feel like once you get in and like you don't set an expectation for yourself or like a goal to be out and like pursue um new opportunities or new jobs that you kind of like you kind of get stuck because in my mind, I was so wrapped in in like the quick, easy cash mm-hmm. that I was, it was, that was fun for me. I was like, oh, I'm just going to pick up a shift. And like, if I, if something came up, I'm going to go pick up a shift. And now I'm learning um, to balance my lifestyle. You know, I just feel like sometimes in the service industry, like people who continue to work for tips don't really have that. Not saying everybody doesn't have it, but I just feel like me personally, I should say, 
I wasn't very, like, good with my money because I was always... Oh, bitch, I was so good with my money. I know I you were. I saved and I got through nursing school with that money. I could yeah. not. I had really a little bit of help from family, and I had to take out one loan one semester, but I worked my ass off that summer to just pay it off. Yeah, you were smart paid about it. Off. So it just, again, your, Ayana... Your, <laughs> your tips were in in boundaries with a goal that you had. Yeah. Mine were not. Mine was about having fun. I know. And that was really about it. Like, I just wanted to have fun with my money, and I wanted to travel. I was. I feel like I didn't really, you know, like, set boundaries with myself financially when mm-hmm. I was working in the service industry. I know people who are working in the service industry and that could probably retire because of how much money they make. I know. I mean, some. I know some people who have... just from serving and that's not to say that they don't work other jobs too you know what I mean so it's just like Mm -hmm. good for them and if you can can work your ass off to have no life outside of it might as well right yeah okay so we met through Texas Roadhouse (laughs) yeah I digress (laughs) (laughs) we went to Lollapalooza still so much fucking fun yeah maybe we'll go a little more in depth on Lollapalooza in another episode. Um, but that was definitely one Post for the Post Malone, books. though? Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's my the dad. The best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that picture you see at Lollapalooza? And it's that was thousands like, and thousands of people. You see the stage? We were there. We were at the stage. Dude, we were so close to Post Malone. <laughs> and we got we were, uh, we were really close to The weekend. I really oh, enjoyed it. I liked The weekend. The weekend was really good, but we almost died. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was logic. Where we got trampled. Oh, yeah, it was logic because the was weekend sad. was coming up next. Okay, that's right. We were close to logic, and then when the weekend came up. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, when you hear stories about people getting trampled That on, was us. That was basically us, except for... I was the, on the ground. <laughs> yeah, some guy pulled Maddie up, and Maddie pulled me up, and we lost. <laughs> she, like, lost her shoe, and she's, like, screaming. Fuck it. <laughs> My shoe. <laughs> so, Except I didn't sound like my shoe. Yeah, I was more like you. screaming it. <laughs> I would have punched someone back then. Oh my god! I can't get any assault charges. <laughs> yeah, now you can't. <laughs> but yeah, Lollapalooza I think was one of a really great start to our friendship, and then it built into what we have now, which is. As Our little can, friend group, too, though. Yeah, a little friend group. So we're all... Do we want to name them? I don't even know. Yeah, we can shout them out. Yeah, okay. Who's in our friend group? Sam, Larissa, yep. Jordan, <laughs> Jazz Hands. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, so we have... Caroline. K- yeah, Caroline, Hannah, um, Kahan, which that's her nickname, but it's Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey is also getting married this year in June. Everyone's getting married. No, everyone's getting married. Where? What's going on? I know. Where? Like, where are our rings, girl? What are we doing? <laughs> Curtis and I were watching TV last night, and yeah. like, we were watching some romantic comedy because Curtis agreed to watch it Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. He actually gets a thorough out of it, so I don't know why he puts up like, "We can watch one if you want." He secretly <laughs> wants to too, but the guy proposed in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Would you be okay with that?" And I was like, bitch, it's already been too long, so whatever. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will so, get there, though. I you guys know. have a really good relationship. and Yeah, I'm not too worried. We have a house, a kitty. Yeah. Yep. 
And then there's also Frankie Joe is the last one in the yep, group. Yeah, Frankie's in our group too, and she's a beautiful daughter. So, yeah, everyone's going to be having some kids here in a little bit, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Maddie, I feel like Maddie's going to be the second person in the friend group to pop out a kid. Maybe Caroline, because Caroline is married. She wants to go to New York, though. I know. I don't but think that they will have a kid. You don't think so? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, Caroline is a little bit younger than us, so yeah, I could see Sam her. might be the next one. Oh, yeah, I have right. a lot of traveling things I got to get through. Yeah. So. Or Hannah. Hannah said that you know, she wants she to get wants- next year. Yeah, she wants to start trying next year. She's getting married in October. Super exciting. So fun. Yeah. Have you? Do you and Curtis talk about children? Do you? Oh, he wants a kid now. Okay. <laughs> I said. <laughs> do you want to we'll try? <laughs> yeah. Do you I think mean, we could? Yeah. We don't really like prevent anything from happening. If you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Just go with the flow. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Okay. I like it. How about you guys? Um, no, you want not kids? right now. No? No. I think recently I just found out that, not that I wouldn't say never wanted to have children, but it wasn't really on my radar. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, maybe now I feel a little. Years. What? Maybe in a few years? I think like three years, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be a little older when I first... Like, like 30, of, 29? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jorge could probably tell you different, but I need a ring first. I kind of want to try my best to keep it a little traditional um, before having a kid. I know not everything goes traditional, and I'm perfectly okay with it being untraditional, but mm-hmm. I think um, having a ring would mean a lot to Solidifies, me. Solidifies. I know. Yeah. It would just, it, it would just make it more for me to like be able to (laughs) yeah it would just mean more to like actually talk about children it's not that we don't but it's not that we do like a lot so I don't know seeing my nephew makes it a little bit different for me so I think yeah he's kind of changed like my view on children because I absolutely adore him and well until then this podcast is our baby that's true. So, how did we get started with this podcast? Um, I'm just going to be blunt. I think me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, sure, um, whatever you want, I own, I'll follow you. <laughs> You're my queen. You're my idol. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, I think I've always, uh, I've always loved social media, but I wanted something that was going to be like more authentic to myself rather than um going through Instagram or making dance videos on a TikTok it just that wasn't me you couldn't put up with that for very long yeah so I've always like intertwined or entertained the idea of a podcast in my head and also YouTube YouTube I'm still on the fence about um I just I don't know I like Social media, I just think it's so interesting, and you can learn a lot. Like, I know there's, like, pros and cons to it, but, yeah, I I think a podcast is super authentic to who we are. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about podcast? Like, I agree. How do you, like, agree to say yes? <laughs> how did I agree to say yes? Yeah. I just, I always, like, I have a creative side. I would say I'm more creative mm-hmm. than I am textbook. Yeah. You know, like, I just like doing different stuff, and... This would be an interesting way to 
do more. Yeah, kind of have like that creative outlet. Yeah. Yeah. And we could talk for hours. So and this I is also, like literally perfect. I know. You're like the only, I mean, not to, but you're one of the only friends. Not to like, toot my own horn yeah, over I'm here. Like, it's Ayana. <laughs> I can talk with her for hours. So. Yeah. Okay. About so, different stuff. For real, we can literally talk about anything and everything. So this is perfect. And, right. Like I always say, my dream job is like a band manager or. Oh my God. Something like, totally see you, you know, like I love that. like creativeness and like talking yeah. to people. So like finding connections and going to things. I love music. So that's yeah, always been my dream. But music. I love family a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so being local to the area and yeah. stuff, not to say that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind traveling places. It's I just couldn't live a everyday go, go, go. Right. <clears throat> as far as that goes. Yeah, I but totally see you doing I that. I love that. Speaking of like traveling I before we get into um our relationship stuff that we're going to talk about later on I want to talk about so the other day I was listening to a whole bunch of podcasts and um this podcast that I listened to is called Confident Collective it's these two plus size models who come together and talk about anything and everything they talk about relationships uh, body positivity they have guest speakers come on and they were talking about astro geography and how your um base I don't know how to I don't I don't want to like misinterpret it but it's basically like your sign um your like horoscope sign and like your birth placement and you have all these like ascending lines so you're like where your Jupiter line is where your Venus line is or your moon line is and uh I always am drawn to like New York all the time like I always talk about New York, how I love that diversity, how it's so creative. I feel like whole there when I'm visiting. And I have three lines that go to New York. Hmm. It's kind of cool. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's kind of fun to like at least think about. Because I've, how many times have I been to New York? Like maybe like four or five times, maybe. I was just there in October. I'm ready to go with you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I kind of thought it was interesting. Think you never moved there? Um, Jorge and I indulge in the idea, but I think it's more me than him. I think I would like to live there for, like, six months to kind of get, like, a grasp in the energy. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't see it, like, being a long term. Mm -hmm. I just feel like New York is never stopped. It, like, never stops. Just the whole activity behind it never stops and it's go, go, go. Um, but I would like to say that I could move there. But I don't see it being long-term, especially having a family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I love New York, too. I just I've thought it was so interesting because, like, the whole traveling, I'm just, like, so, like, New York is so magnetic for me that I just love being there. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was kind of fun to say. I don't know if it's true. So if anyone doesn't believe in that stuff, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's true to me. <laughs> it can be. It kind of felt like, you know, it, came, it like, made me smile. So I was like, maybe that's why I'm so, like, drawn to that place. And I'm, I'm, Makes sense. Yeah. Like, three lines that cross through there. So I'm like, that's my place. You need to go there. It's a vibe. Yeah. I'm taking you there. You better. Yeah. I love it. I want to, I think I want to go next year. Let's go. Yeah. If Jorge We were supposed to go, but no big deal. We didn't go this year. I know. I think the whole friend group wants to go, to be honest. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they want to go. Yep, and Caroline was just there. I really want to go to the sea horse or the fish um, 
carousel place. So cool to me. Just a lot of art history there. I love that. I love art. Ooh, I don't know what that is, to be honest. It's so cool. Like, I've seen pictures of it. It's in a park. Couldn't tell you the exact location, but... I don't know. Looks fun. I'm going to the Van Gogh exhibit in Omaha in... <laughs> in June? I'm going in August, but yeah. Dude, Jorge and I are buying tickets. I already, yeah, I was like, I'm getting on that shit because it sold out last time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. In, oh, in Kansas City, they sold out because I was supposed to go see Curtis's sister, and we talked about going to that. And then, yeah, and then they sold Doesn't out. That so look, I couldn't it get just it. looks so fun. Oh, my God. I, I think that would melt in there. I, I love Starry Night. Oh, God. I love that. Okay, maybe we should get into our questions. Anyways, yeah, let's not continue talking about art. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so we have some questions about relationships. We just thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about relationships and maybe talk about our relationships. How do you balance your partner against everyday life? It's definitely difficult, you know, working different jobs. Yeah. But finding that time and saying no to other activities definitely helps. Like setting, you know, goals to like spend time together. I know it sounds silly that you have to plan out when you hang out together, especially when you yeah. live together, but it definitely allots time to make sure that neither of you like make plans with friends or right. vice versa, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, I've had to say, sorry, I'm busy this night, even texting you, I'm like, I'm hanging out with Curtis. Right. Because it's like, I have to, like, not that I have to do it, I want to do it. Yeah, you want to make time. Yeah. Because it's healthy. It's yeah. Healthy. And, you know, it's healthy to have that with your partner. And if you don't, then you kind of lose have this, what like, you have. roommate lifestyle. You know, it's not, it's hard to get out of that once you don't make, mm-hmm. you know, your relationship a priority when you do live together, I mm-hmm. think. And picking up extra shifts, Curtis is always like, you never spend time with me. And I'm like, I we do. We hang out, you know? Like, yeah. He just is such a homebody that he would like me home more than what I am. And it's hard working nights to do that. Yeah, Especially that. with our bougie lifestyle of events. I know. You, you guys know? are always doing something. No, like with the friend group. Oh. Like, just I just Friday, think you're always set. busy. You're always, you always have something. I, well, obviously with our friend group, because there's yeah. always something going on. It's always a birthday every month. Yes, like and we celebrate... Every holiday. Every holiday. So it's like two times a month, at yeah. least. And then, but, yeah, you had a lot of weddings last year, I feel like, that you yeah. went to. Curtis is not a fan of going to other people's weddings, unless he knows that person that I'm asking him to go to. Mm, and I'm like, sure. Curtis, you're going. <laughs> 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 no, I don't make him. He probably, I don't know. Yeah. How about you? How do you balance relationships and work and life? Um, I think, honestly, I'm still kind of learning. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I'm going to be six years in with Jorge, I think we're still kind of learning just more so because now I've had a transition in um, work. So I work night shift. And, you know, it's kind of trying to balance that lifestyle. It gets a little difficult. But... Yeah, I think it's just making our relationship right like a priority and even if it's like small things it's like hey we're going to like sit down and watch a movie or even it's if you know Sundays now we're making it a priority like Sundays like are going out and getting food day. So even if it's something small it's big to us mm-hmm. because we're making time for each other. Exactly. So yeah, I think it in a roundabout way it's just 
making sure that you're making time for each other and you don't get into that routine of a roommate lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just balancing it all. Yeah. And texting definitely while you're, I mean, not that you should be distracted from work, but just, you know, keep the communication going versus right. not Do you and Curtis text, like, a lot, you think? Or do you Uh, make phone calls more often? No, not phone calls, just because when I'm busy, I'm not able to take away. I definitely love talking on the phone versus texting. I'm more of a I'll call you later type person to get it all out versus constantly text because people get busy. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you get a phone call from me, it's it's not because I don't want to text you back. It's just I would, would rather talk on the phone. Yeah, you do. It's hard to read people, too, over text. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of hard. You know, are you misinterpreting their Mm -hmm. message? Are you mad? Yeah. (laughs) Jorge, I would say Don't be mad at me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't be mad at me. (laughs) I'm mad at you. (laughs) I think Jorge and I, um, we text a lot. um, But when he's gone for work, because he does travel for his job, um, we make it more of a priority to, like, at least FaceTime each other. So I think it's it makes it more fun and I don't know I think it's kind of also fun that don't don't anybody take this the wrong way but it's kind of nice when he is gone sometimes <laughs> because you get one on one like your own time. Well, I do get my own time, but it gives me an opportunity to miss him. Yeah, you know. So it's like if he's gone for work, yeah, it just gives me an opportunity to be like. Oh my god, I love him so much. Yeah, come home. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't wait for you to be home. Take you know? that picture. You miss this. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's for another day. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Our next question is: Would you stay if your partner cheated? How do you feel about that? Because you're you and I. I, mean, both I think are... that's like a tough one for me because it definitely is situational. Like yeah. if it's a full blown relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could, you know, continue to be with that person. But at the end of the day, you love that person no matter what. Right. I know multiple people who have been cheated on or, you know, had had to come to that conclusion, like, do I leave them or do I stay with them? And it's yeah. definitely whatever you're comfortable you make with. That switch of being like, I'm willing to work on it, you know? Do, like, we, like, do we go to therapy? Is it worth it to both of you? Are you both still in love and it was a mistake? Like, yeah. is it going to happen again? You know, like, I definitely think that trust is a little broken for yeah. sure, and it would take time to earn it. But yeah. I think it's definitely a therapy thing, like, right. definitely talking about it. Yeah, I think it's definitely like, situational. I think for me, I would have to work it out in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, if um, Jorge told me that he cheated, and he's a good man, I really don't, I do not think that he would, and Curtis would never do that to you. Um, but if it ever happened, I think it's very situational to if it was emotional, was it physical, um, was there constant communication, you know. So I think I would have to, come, like, you know, like you said, if it was a relationship, I don't know if I could stay. Um, if it was physical along with emotional, like if they were, like, meeting up or, you know, you hear stories of couples who, you know, they their partner will have sex with the other person and then they'll have they'll build a relationship and it becomes emotional as well as the physical attraction. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could stay. It really just depends, honestly. Um, I really do, I don't condone cheating. I don't think that it's I don't, right. Yeah, but I don't I, judge for sure. Yeah, I don't judge people who stay. Um, 
if it's a con- if it continues, that's where I'm kind of like, maybe you should draw the line and like, or maybe you should cheat too. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but seriously, who- like open relationships. Maybe that's a discussion at that point to talk about it if that's something you're willing to do. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not one to share. I know. <laughs> to be honest. Because if but, they're going to continue to do that and you still want to be with them because you love them, it's like, well, what are you going to do to make yourself happy if you're willing to stay in that relationship? Otherwise, right. you're going to get all these... You're only doing You're building up stress in your then. body, which is going to cause, like, autoimmune disorders and, like, all this trauma right. that is not worth it. Because you're not you doing it for yourself. Yeah. You're doing it for the other person. So it's not making you happy if you build or have, like, an open relationship. Right. If, if you're just making yourself both, sick, yeah, both then it's you definitely time to go. Um, do you think texting is cheating? So, if, like, if it's only texting, do you think, would you consider that cheating? Like, texting is in, like, I love you and, like, all this stuff. Like, yeah, so it's like they were, like, stuff. so if they were, like, s- like, sending nudes and, yeah. like, you know, only texting, but they've never met in person and they never had like, a physical interaction with each other, would you still consider consider that cheating? I do, too. Yeah, I don't think it's right. I mean, if it's, like, a full-blown relationship, I mean... That, to me, is, like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty emotional at that point, because I feel like they probably know Mm -hmm. what's going on. And you have a number, it's not, like, a DM, like, you know, people, like, will DM you, and you'll just, like, be, like, say nothing back. That's right. not really. Right. I mean, that's not something you can control someone DMing you. Yeah. What about like one night stands? Do you think? Obviously, it's again, like, that, it's that's cheating. like situational. Again, like. Yeah, it's cheating. What caused but that would to happen? You stay is it someone that's. Is it like my best friend? Is it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ne- Okay, I have, a, I have a question that's intertwined with this. If your best friend was cheating on their partner, would you tell their partner? No, that's not my place. Yeah. As much as I'd love to tell that person, I don't want that person resenting me and hating me for telling them that information. Right. So it's like that's not my that's not my place to tell them. Right. That makes sense. It's like yeah. I'd want to tell them, but I'm not about to fuck up my relationship with my best friend and that guy hating me either. Right. Because they'd take it out on you. It's like yeah. A, you know, how about you? What's your yeah, because I think it would, you would get a little too involved because it's I not yeah, the you're other like, person would be messaging you and asking you a whole bunch of questions, and it's not my problem. Yeah. I mean, as much as I disagree with that, yeah, I think I wouldn't say anything either, unless my best friend was continuously making those choices. I think that's where I would draw the line because I. I think I'd have, that a, I I'd have like, a relation. I'd have a conversation with my best friend. Of course, yeah, I'd have a like, conversation with you. Need them, to but figure I, it out. Yeah, but like I wouldn't like you know it was like six months, eight months to a year, and they're still having the same behavior problems of cheating on their partner. Then I would maybe say like, hey, I'm gonna have a conversation with you, and like I, I don't agree with this, and not to like threaten the idea, but I think I would say like I think we need to I think you need to say yeah. something or else somebody else is and not trying to threaten that I would but it will soon you know it would get back to them I feel like yeah and how guilt like I just I think I would feel guilty knowing that information for a year six months whatever the case was you know if it was like a one night thing I would be like Ain't okay tight. like here's my advice like tell your partner you guys need to deal with it I'm not getting involved 
it feels like a long time, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I would, like, maybe, maybe say something. Yeah, but, like, what's causing that person to cheat? Are they bored? Yeah. Are they... I'm just like, if you're not happy, leave. Or Are they scared to leave? Or, or say something. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you're going out of your way to cheat, what is it that you're seeking that you're not getting from your partner? And discuss that with them. You know, before you make those choices to go and cheat, be like, listen, this is, I'm not getting this from you. I'd really appreciate it if we could change that. And then have an open discussion and be like, what are you not receiving from me that I could change? Plain and simple. And if you don't come to an agreement, then maybe you realize you're not meant to be. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like we said earlier, I think it's very situational. The sex is definitely what draws people to cheat, I think. Yeah. Just, like, not getting that attention sexually. Yeah. Like, I feel like the longer you're in a relationship, the harder it is to keep it fun in bed and, you know, mm. working on that. And it's it's more of a, do you want to have sex versus, like, you know, when you're constantly together when you first start dating it's every second or whatever but it's just harder to (laughs) (laughs) you know it's just harder to get there so I think that's probably what causes some people to cheat oh definitely I think it probably is a lot to do with sex um but I also think like for people it's like people are bored it's like we're just say what you want you know if you want to go to the sex store and Try some new things. Yeah, just vocalize it. Yeah, vocalize it. If your partner's not super into it, maybe try something that you both can be entertained from. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like what we talked about the first question. You got a lot of time to like be together and make an effort. So this is the same right. thing. Make an effort to try something new or be together. Right. Versus yeah. just, they're not giving me what I want. I'm not going to ask for it. So I'm going to go cheat. You know, like that's yeah. a little sus. Right, it's like <laughs> that's okay. not the vibe we're going for. I know. It's like, did you even fucking ask? You didn't ask. How do you know if the other person? Maybe maybe the better? guy needs to get some testosterone shots. Yeah, keep it spicy. Talk about it. Keep it spicy. We all love it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question is, um, how do you feel about your partner having opposite sex friends? So why don't you answer that one first? No, I want to hear your opinion first because you already know mine. <laughs> what is it? That's this... a no? <laughs> no, Jorge does have a girl best friend. Yeah, her name's Diana. And yeah. You, you like her. And you like her. Yep. We went to um, her, um, what do you call it, Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a good time. Um, I, I'm really appreciative of their friendship. And I'm, had, I'm happy Jorge has somebody like her. Um. And then I get a lie that it was a little uncomfortable for me at the beginning. It was. It was a little, it was definitely something new to me. Um, But I'm never the type of person to say, like, I don't think you can't be friends with them or something. That that is his long-term best friend. They've known each other since, I think, they were really young. I can't tell him not to be friends with her. And she's a really good person. And she's super funny. And... I know I like her a lot so definitely it's a learning process don't get me wrong um but as I'm getting older I, I, I really don't see a problem with it unless that person is making comments to me that are making me uncomfortable but that would that, that would be a conversation I'd have with my partner you know so that way they would address that and say like listen we don't you know don't do that again or mm-hmm. whatever but I think, yeah I think a lot of people wouldn't be able to 
handle just because of the jealousy aspect. Yeah, but their I don't think it would bother me as much. Doesn't make me jealous. Yeah. So, doesn't bother you though. I don't think it would. I mean, Curtis doesn't have any girlfriends. His logic of um, having relationships of opposite sex is they are always going to find a way to want something as far as, like, that relationship. Like, yeah. guys don't want to be friends with girls, you know? Yeah. That's his logic. That's fine to have. He just thinks that something's going to happen, you know, but I'm, I'd be fine if he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh... It definitely, like I said earlier, it's definitely like a learning curve mm-hmm. to a relationship with a person who does have a friend or like a really good friend of the opposite sex. Um, I, in the past, have had a friend of the opposite opposite sex and uh, Curtis Logic was Correct. what that yeah. friendship ended up being like. I think it's fine to be like acquaintances, Yeah, you know, like and to draw the line Diana, to... I think they're, it's, I don't have anything to be concerned or jealous of, and I never did in the beginning. It never made me feel like I had anything to be jealous of. You weren't trying to compete. Yeah, we weren't trying to compete or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be, like, super repetitive, but it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And it's something you just have to be okay with. Like, we yeah. love, like, we, we'll take her out for her birthday. Like, she's invited to think my things, like were invited to her things like I think the friendship is pretty mutual at this point that I come with him <laughs> so yeah I think you know just maybe creating boundaries if you have somebody in your life who does have um a friendship or a best friend of the opposite sex just making sure that you create those boundaries before you get too involved probably I would say don't you think mm-hmm. so just saying like hey, maybe I don't appreciate you doing this or I don't really like what they did during this or said to me, like, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, whatever it is. I mean, is. a lot of our girlfriends have a lot of guy friends. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It doesn't really bother me. It doesn't yeah. seem to bother their partners either. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I don't think as long as you're going home to that person, then I don't think it really matters. No. Like, Curtis doesn't have a problem with me going out. He's like, you're going to come home, so... Right. Okay, so leading into that, how do you feel about your partner liking other women's photos? So let let me put into context here, because we know social media plays a big role into relationships. Um, When a man likes somebody else's, another woman's photo, to me, if it's their friend or their family, obviously you can like their photo. Um, I don't really care if if Jorge liked somebody else's photo. Um, But to me, I think my insecurity through social media would be if he's constantly liking somebody who is showing, um, you know, their body off a little. But I don't know. I I get, like, intermixed with it. I'm like, do I care or do I not care? It's just a photo. You know, it's not like they're here in my living room. And I know that Jorge liked their photo. It's just social media. So I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Curtis is obsessed with Kylie Jenner. Yeah, so but he that's likes Kylie all Jenner. of her photos, and I'm like, whatever. But that's Kylie Jenner. I know. <laughs> no, I don't really have a problem with it, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. There was one time in uh, college, Curtis was at school with me studying, 
and I look back at his screen and it's like he's scrolling through Instagram and it's just like a bunch of butts yeah just like models or whatever and I'm like what are we doing and that was very upsetting because I was like I was like maybe we first started dating I'm just like "Mm, what are we doing he's like this is just my feed like I'm not going through you know but I was still upset I was a little jealous yeah I think it can create, like, so it wasn't. I don't even know if he was liking the photos. It was more or less just, like, the, the fact that I, like, on... looked at his, like, was over by him and I saw his phone. I didn't take his phone. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Right. Because that's just, you have insecurities of your own if you're going to take your partner's phone. Right. Um, I mean, you got to work through it, but. Yeah. So I was like, mm, what are we doing? But. Creates a little bit like, of jealousy and, like, insecurity, I think. But I feel like that's But I'm like, now I'm like, like ooh, it's kind of hot. Looking at the girls, no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just Let kidding. Me see that yeah. No. Now I'm kind of to the point where but it's like it doesn't really bother me. You're as much. stuck with me, bitch. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. I like that girl. That's mine. <laughs> I'm at home with you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think if it's like a new relationship, like I like, would oh be. Oh my gosh! I thought I was your favorite thing. Yeah. Like. I don't know. It's kind of like a hard question to answer mm-hmm. because I feel like it, it can be situational based on the photo. But I'm like, well, are you liking other guys' photos? You know, guys don't really post photos, so it doesn't really come across. It's more of everyone and their babies are getting engaged or married. Yeah, in my, my feed. feed doesn't really have like a lot of ju- like just men. I'll, like mine would be like celebrities. I have like celebrities' photos all the time, um, but I'm not like going through Instagram and following, like, super random men and, like, just liking all their photos. No. There, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going through and having, like, this thirst trap, like, you know, feed. Mm-hmm. So, mine are just, like, friends and celebrities. So, I don't know. Kind of a tough question to ask, I think. Mm-hmm. Or to answer. Definitely. So, okay. Um, let's see. Um, do you compare your relationship to other couples? So based on definitely sex life, dates night, date nights, if they have kids, married, do you compare yourself? Definitely. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not to that, I'm not to that place yet. And they are, they've only been together for a year. Like, that's just mm-hmm. my thought process. Cause I'm like wishing and hoping for something to happen quicker than obviously it has. Right. So I'm constantly like, wow, they're already together and I've. You know, like, I've seen them with four other people before. Right, and then, this one. and then now they're married or, you know, whatever. I'm like... Yeah. I definitely... It's just yeah. a little frustrating and annoying. I mean, yeah. I get us to them. I'm not trying to say, like, God yeah. damn it, you're... But they're happy and they're married and that's fine. Yeah. Just on my end, I'm like, wow, why aren't we to that point? Right. Yeah. No, I can kind of see that. Um, sometimes, yeah, I do compare myself to other people's relationships. Um I feel like a lot of people are getting engaged and having children, and obviously you and I are pretty much in the same boat. We've been with our partners for years, and we're not engaged, and we don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've kind of talked about that, you know, earlier. You and Curtis could have a child, and you wouldn't care. Oh, no. Um, but I, I, I would care if I'm, you know, I'm not a, a – right now I'm at a stage where I want to be married – And Jorge and I are, you know, building that plan and that lifestyle together. Um, But it takes time, I feel like. It takes time. It takes a lot of money, too. It does. Because I think the guys are like, oh, my gosh, the wedding is going to cost this much. So as soon as I propose, we have to have that money allotted for a wedding. And that's, I think, a lot of stress. 
right in itself is I'm, I'm gonna have to have money for a wedding not just right. the ring so it's saving that and um that's what's a lot of it yeah but I also think a lot of people are starting to get married a little bit later in life mm-hmm. um something that at least for me I'm not going to speak for Jorge um but both of our parents are divorced same um well curses so, aren't but yeah so I think for us not that the not not that the divorce was like super traumatic but it can be I mean you know you're like very young and uh we at least speaking for myself I have never had a relationship or a partnership that I could look up to um so I think speaking in terms of like I wanted to wait I wasn't I have never been I've I'm not ready, or, like, at least I am now, but I wasn't ready in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, this last, I would say, like, year to year and a half, like, I've been pretty ready for it. Just because I feel like I've come to terms with a lot, and you know, in my past. So, I think divorce can play a role in it, mm-hmm. you know, on people that it's, it can Definitely. be a little, you know, it could hurt. So, I think for me, I was like, I never want to get a divorce, so I want to make sure Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is going to be the best thing possible for my life. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it is. When Jorge and I get engaged and married, like, he is my person. So, mm-hmm. I think it... Yeah, yeah agreed. I, I yeah. mean, I didn't really have... I was bouncing from home to home as well with parents being divorced. And yeah, uh, my grandparents definitely were, like, people and still are people that I look up to for relationship-wise. Yeah. They just I guess I could kind are of so happy and like parents. laugh and create this positive um, atmosphere when I go visit them and just right. are great. But I definitely think that if, you know, you're with that person and you're happy and you want to get married, go for it. It doesn't hurt to fall out of love. I mean, it hurts at the time, but it's okay. Right. I mean, you'll find love again or you'll find a path that works for you and mm-hmm. it's okay. I know a lot yeah. of people that are still friends, like older people that are still friends with their exes like kids so we'll say my dad and mom are still friends even if they've been like divorced for years right just works out better for them to be friends versus like controlled in a relationship right so you know my uh first interaction with my parents actually being in the same room was for my nephew's birthday recently Hmm. um yeah so that was kind of weird um, it was weird, but it made me really happy. Uh, being able to have that was, like, super special, I think, mm-hmm. um, for me. And obviously for, like, my siblings, you know. And it, it was great because my nephew, Arlo, was able to have an interaction with both of his grandparents being in the same room. Mm-hmm. So I think... Me just having the love for my nephew made it more enjoyable. Like, that's something that I would have wanted as a kid. But I I, I just now got it. So, yeah, I think, like I said earlier, I think divorce is something that has always been on my radar. And I just didn't want it to come to that. So, I sometimes compare myself to other people getting married at a young age and having kids. But not to the extent that I thought it's like super crazy but um do you compare your I'm also and then another thing with comparing relationships I'm always like oh well their Instagram's like fake you know like I know Mm -hmm. the truth you know like they always try to put on this persona 
so then I'm like our, our relationship really isn't like it's not bad at all compared to like others you know like I may not have a ring but my relationship's healthy and a good one right versus others on Instagram who fake to have good relationships right you know yeah that that's something I take note to or take notice of it's like yeah I don't have a ring yet but my relationship is is strong is really healthy yeah so I think you and I are both on the same page for most things, I would say that our relationships are, A, really healthy. We have great communication mm-hmm. skills with our partner. We have great sex lives. You know, we don't really have anything to complain about except for the 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 things that come with a relationship. Mm-hmm. So now we're, like, getting to the point of, like, marriage and kids. So that's where I think we compare ourselves a little bit because we're not at the point that other couples have are or have been. Mm-hmm. So um, do you compare your relationship to other couples with, like, sex life? at all I mean I don't really talk about like my sex life with a lot of my friends but I mean my I would say like if if I do or have it's mostly the good things and I I'm not the type of person to go super into depth I feel like um I don't really compare myself to other people with it no my next question is like what is your stance on telling everybody your relationship business so family absolutely not if something bad happens i learned that in the past with an ex yeah i like would tell them the trauma or the you know something that was shitty that happened and then they just have that in their head and my sister is so like grudge holding too that i wouldn't want to tell her anything bad because then she'd hold on to that right so it's like i don't want to involve family with curtis i mean curtis hasn't done anything bad for me to tell them anything negative but right if that were to come, I don't think I would want to tell them. I'd have to tell, like, maybe a friend or a therapist. So I wouldn't be just yeah. telling everyone all my secrets with my relationship. Yeah, I think it's good to keep things to yourself. Because I feel like at some point it's too many opinions about mm-hmm. your relationship. And not everyone deserves to have an opinion on your relationship. Especially social media and family. You know, all the everything I just said. All your close friends, like... I just, I don't think everyone deserves to have an opinion. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you're happy and working on whatever it is that is a problem or was a problem, it's between you and your partner and not between 10 other people that are your friends and your family. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. I mean, I don't really talk about, you know, the bad things with Jorge and I, but if I'm being very honest, we don't have a lot of bad things. Like, I... We're very content in our relationship. Um, the beginning was a little rocky. Don't don't get me don't get me wrong. But like as we've built our relationship, I don't have anything negative to like go out and tell my friends consistently. And I feel like if you if you do and you have a partner and you're consistently go out going out of your way to say something to your best friend negative about your partner, I think that's a reflection on you. And like you need to be talking to your you need partner. to be looking inward and yeah, at the right and potentially breaking up if you're consistently having these negative conversations about your partner because probably you got the ick yeah (laughs) definitely the ick so to sum it up we basically yeah kind of just keep our yeah i mean relationship stuff to ourselves for the most part and talk about the good things and obviously when we have something negative that we need to talk about like we're able to talk about that with our friends and family but knowing where to draw that line our last question um 
Oh, wait, no. That kind of falls into uh, another question. Does your family's op- opinion really matter or affect your relationship, do you think? 100%. Yeah. I think so. To both, right? So it affects your relationship and it, it also matters. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're like, well, what do they see that I'm not seeing, you know? Right. Like, they need to be honest in however long it takes, you know? Right. I think my family's opinion does matter mm-hmm. because obviously this is going to be a person that's going to be in their life as well. Right. Um, and it does affect your relationship if they don't like your partner or they continuously talk about your partner, you know, they're asking you questions. Like, it, it does affect your relationship for sure. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I've had my fair share of opinions from my family, not from... Not of Jorge, because everybody... Everybody loves Jorge. I know. I love <laughs> so, Jorge, like, too. He is just such a good man. And I don't... My family doesn't really have a lot of ill things, or literally nothing, nothing ill to say of him. Um, but if they did, I think it would matter to me, you know? Um, even the good things matter. I'm like, yeah, I have, like, I'm great with this. I'm, I'm glad you have this opinion of him, you know? like this. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. The only thing I think ill that my mom has to say is... Well, why don't you have a ring? And it's like, tell me something I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Curtis so. is a really good man. Yeah, very so sweet. So we have very really good relationships. And even if we don't have a ring, you know, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah, just closing that again. Yeah. We don't have rings. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, our last question on there is uh, advice, dates. Yeah, advice for first dates. Dates. Date, date, date. Ow, ow, ow. Yes. So what's your advice for first dates for single people? Probably group date setting. Definitely. Yeah, group dates. Definitely hit them up with the friends. Make it casual. Yeah. Keep it casual. Like just say, hey, nowadays. come hang out. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, I guess, in my opinion, I feel like that's good for somebody who is in college and, like, high school. Right? Mm-hmm. But I, what would when your you advice older, be if for people who are, like, our age? 25 to 30. I don't know if I could keep it in a group setting. No. You know? I think I would have to do pick something else. So my idea of a first date is if, like what you said, I would do a group setting if I was younger. And now that I'm older, if I, my advice to single people is coffee dates. I think I would do a coffee date because you can, you're You don't have to put the expectation on buying a fancy dinner. Yep. Or whatever. So it's just like. Keeping it cash. Yeah. So it's just like a casual conversation. You can see if you click right away. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, doesn't, then you only spent $5 on your coffee. Yeah, you're not out. Or maybe he bought your coffee or maybe you bought his. I mean, the rules really don't matter at that point who buys anything because it's literally just coffee. So I think my, Yeah. My first date idea would be... Date idea, the mill, and then if the mill works out, then you go to Goldenrod Pastries and you pick out a pastry and go no. back to yeah. hang out. Go back to hang out. Huh? Yeah, no, not sex on first date. <laughs> that is not the type of vibe. Yeah, I don't know if I would do sex I, on a first date. Yeah. I mean, I just, good for people that can do it. I just need a little bit more of a connection. Yeah, like tell me my ass looks good today. Yeah, slap. <laughs> so yeah I think that would be our advice for first dates did you have any other first dates in mind mm, appetizers and drinks is always fun too yeah 
I went to Screamers the other night though, and that was pretty interesting. It was entertaining. Really, I've never. Yeah, been. it was fun. The gal, God bless her heart, right? she was good, but she was screaming into the mic. So mm-hmm. Screamers, screaming. I mean, yeah. yeah. Because they it sing to you, right? When they yeah, take, they sing like, to you, and they you just eat and let them sing. Did you like, go for Valentine's Day or? No, I went third last Thursday. Like after, or I think after. No, I worked. I don't know. Last week, one day, I went there. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Yeah, it was fun. I've never been. I'd go back. Let's go. I got appetizers. You and me. Let's go on a date. Let's go. And then we went to uh, what is it? That bakery shop in the old market or the sorry the market? It's, yeah, so good. I've never Their been there. Their cream puffs, either. very fucking good. Let's go. Ooh, date night I'm with Ayana. First yeah. date for us is going to be that. Is Just it? Kidding. Or was it Lollapalooza? Don't do that for a first date. date. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be fun. I think drinks and appetizers. Like, yeah, are that's really so good fun. One. I love appetizers. Honestly, yeah. if I go anywhere and go on like a girl date, usually mm-hmm. I do apps and drinks like martinis. I love a good martini. I am not a martini gal. Shots of tequila for Yan Yan. Yeah, I'm a tequila person. Um, that's basically all our order, pretty much. Isn't it? Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Just shots of tequila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, catch me on a good night and I can probably down like eight. Oh, God. Dude, when Jorge and I were I'm scared Mexico, for Friday for the limo. Yikes. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you said that. Good luck. Jordan's that. like, you're staying the night, aren't you? You probably have to. You probably <laughs> I know. Your moms. Well, obviously, if I'm going to be drinking at all, I can't drive and... Yeah, drive home. No. It's a pretty long drive. So, um... Lead Bellies was the name of the restaurant that I was thinking of that has really good food and really good drinks. That'd be a fun first date, too. It's a good place. It's kind of fun. And then if you know if the person doesn't want to try something fun, ditch them. Get them out. (gasps) Yeah. There you go. That's a good advice. It's a creative place, so Um, they're like, ooh, this stuff is gross. Be like, you're not into trying new things? You're not for me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i think another one just speaking of i'm just like going off what you said for like absent drinks margaritas mm. chips and salsa yeah that is my kind of date first date jorge and i already do that yeah. <laughs> like that's just a date anyways curtis and i love sushi we used to go to sushi restaurant have late night happy hour no oh, i've so been with you guys before do you no, remember it's fun. yeah yeah we used to crash your dates. Third wheel, baby. Yeah, it was fun. It was a great time. I know, we should go again. They don't do late night anymore. Oh, they don't? It's two to six now. Or two to five. Fuck them. I know. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Blue. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But I think that wraps up everything, unless you want to say something else. No, I don't think so. I think that pretty much um, like wraps up everything with relationships and relationship talk. So... One thing we didn't hit on, though, real quick before we close is podcasts. Some of our favorite podcasts. Yeah, let's kind of have some to of our head it out. So what do you listen to? Um, first, off, in for, first and foremost, I love Call Her Daddy. Yep. That is a vibe. Wait, I, we just got to talk, though. We just got to, I just got to put this out there. What do we think of the last episode? Oh, wait. Was Emma Chamberlain that last episode or was it Ju- Julia Fox? Either way, Julia Fox being on the last episode, on one of the episodes. What do we think of that? Mm. I was kind of like, like, what's going too? on? Like, yeah, why do we need like, this? Why are we giving her a platform right now? I don't really care about her. Yeah. I it's kind of boring. I skipped that episode, actually, not going to lie. You did? I like I like her interviews, but I definitely like Alex just talking mm-hmm. more. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like, that's why I listened to her to begin with. Yeah. So I don't really care to listen to anyone else. 
unless yeah. it's like a good one. I did listen to Emma, Emma Chamberlain's. I did too. I thought she's she interesting. Younger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she's a really uh, driven woman, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed the episode. She talked so. about her parents too. That's another person who mm-hmm. parents and her divorced. parents. Yeah, yep. Her parents are divorced. They're still and get along. Friends. Yeah. So that's cool. And then she talked about how she was an only child, and that she wouldn't change that. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't, because then her relationship with her parents wouldn't be. She doesn't think as strong, which I thought was cool that she said that. Because yeah, I'm close with my dad good. and mom and love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an only child, but I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that episode with her. Um, and then Jamie Lynn Spears. Good God. Guy. We're free Britney stands over here. And uh, she just like was Jamie playing self pity, like, and she wasn't able to explain anything. Like, no. she said she was scared and I feel like half she got, is, like, very defensive. Yeah, and, and then she stood up for her mom for beating her. And I was like, okay, girl. If you're going to be doing that, you can't stick up for that person for beating you and trying to justify that. Right. It's like you had marks on you. Like, that's not okay. And then Alex was just right. like, but we agree that's not okay, right? <laughs> right. I don't know. God. That whole episode, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, people listen like, to it. I was oh, one wow. of them. And it's kind of like a hit and miss for me. It's like I didn't want to listen to it because I didn't want to give her the time of day. But I also wanted to listen to it just to see what she would say. Exactly. You know, so like I listened to it and I just I just was not thrilled. I was like, it made me like a little empathetic for her because I'm just that type of person that I'm like, there's two, three sides, four sides to every story. You know, mm-hmm. like you and I could be standing in the same room and we take things very differently. You're gonna have your side. I'm gonna have mine. Tried to see her point of view. Was difficult. It's a little difficult, in my opinion. I mean, Brittany was in her conservatorship for 13 years. That's a long time to have someone else be in control of everything that you do, given that she was in a state in mind to be able to do accomplish things on her own, you know? So I don't want to speak too much on Brittany because I, I feel like everyone can go to her Instagram and see what she's kind of up to, but Jamie Lynn, I don't know. Thumbs get her down, out of, girl. Get her out of L.A. For real. Um, what other podcasts? Okay, so I mentioned Confident Collective earlier. Yep. Um, like I said, there are two plus-size models mm-hmm. um, who have guest speakers on. Um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy. They have relationship advice. If you guys want to go on there and listen to them. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was my stomach. I know. <laughs> Not a fart. Don't worry. <laughs> um... Who else should I listen to? Uh, we both listen to Crime Junkie. Love that shit. Yep. Love um, a good serial killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, it's and just then, fascinating. I know, it is Uh-oh. fascinating. And then I also listen to Murder With My Husband, which I really enjoy. I think they're really great. They're kind of newer. They're up and coming. So they're really great people to listen to if you want to dive into mm-hmm. murder podcasts. Um, nurse. Oh, yeah, you nurse have a nurse. Speak. Nurse Speak. It's pretty good. They yeah. haven't had a new episode in a while. Um, but... So they talk about... What do they talk about on Just there? nursing in general and stories to relate. They've talked about ghost stories in the hospital and stuff like that. So that was Ooh. kind of interesting. Ghost kind stories. of fun. Yeah. They just keep it interesting. I have a cup right here, actually, that says... Is it from them? Yeah, it's from them. It's oh their gosh, merch. Thank you. I have Caller Daddy merch, too. I love them. I wish I got Color Daddy merch. I should. You still, you still could. I still could. This is your founding father. 
Mm. <laughs> That's what we should do for this. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, that concludes. One. Oh, do you want to say one yeah, more? One more. One okay, more. Okay. Okay. Um, I also listened to um, "That's So Sabotage." It's mm. three girls who are influencers um, through Instagram, YouTube, and they do partnerships and everything. And you basically just follow their life, and they just talk about anything and everything, kind of like what we do mm-hmm. or what we're getting into. So. We're not influencers by any means, but we're just two gals who love to talk. Yes. So we yeah. will be influencers. So that's Maybe. the goal. <laughs> <laughs> but. Okay, but yeah, I think that basically concludes our first episode. And uh, tell us what you think, or if yeah. you want to have any questions that you want addressed, let us yeah. know. Yeah. Or if you want anything advertised, let us know. Oh yeah. For some money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how far we are from to get there, but yeah. Okay.